Hi, my name is Jill and welcome to The Void, the show where I have an existential crisis in public. One thing you need to know about me is that I'm a sensitive woman. I need tea and hugs and uh, emotional safety. So last year when I was struggling with some triggering stuff, I was impossibly vulnerable. Think being cut open from your neck to your pubic bone and the surgeon looking at it and being like, hey, this is a little more difficult than I expected. So they fuck off to get a sandwich and you're left to bleed out. That's how last year felt for me. I focused on the wrong things for way too long and I was just so worn out by the end of it. I was like, nah, things have to change. I can't take this with me. So I changed things and it wasn't easy, but I already feel so much better than I did most of last year. I feel focused. I feel uh, loved and appreciated by the people in my life. I'm really into the Soviet Union right now and the rise and the fall of it. I'm not confused anymore and it feels great. The lesson that I was slapped in the face with is if you're confused, it's not for you. Confusion feels like crap and it feels like crap because your soul is trying to get you to drop the thing. So let go, accept it, and trust that whatever is for you will find its way to you eventually. It will not pass you by. Okay, that concludes the hippie section of this thing. Let's talk about whores. So what I've noticed over the years is that the people who I've dated or hooked up with for however long always end up with a woman who is the polar opposite of me immediately after. It's almost like after having survived me, they decide, you know what? Never again. I was talking to a friend about it and she noticed it too because of course she noticed it too. At this point, my dating history just looks like the siege of Constantinople. But she noticed it too. We were just talking about how interesting it is that a man can be attracted to me and to a woman who laughs behind her hand and wears sensible shoes. The contrast is too big to be coincidental. I know it's not. So I explained to my friend that men probably feel a different kind of attraction to me than to the demure woman. They just dissociate these different kinds of attractions. It's just the Madonna whore complex in, in practice and she hadn't heard the term yet. I figured why not talk about it? just in case you haven't heard it either. And even if you have, there's still a lot to talk about. Freud, um, you know, the guy that's obsessed with mothers, he came up with the Madonna whore complex. And it's when men are so threatened by female sexuality that they have to split women into two categories. The first one is the Madonna, the saintly mother, the honorable, respectable woman who only wears over-the-knee dresses and doesn't like sex. She has no sex appeal, and thus men don't look at her with a lustful eye. She's not like other girls. Or a woman is a whore, the type of woman who exudes sex and doesn't care if she does. She dresses in a way that shows off her body, and she has sexual experience and agency. She's for the streets. Here's the thing. Men with this complex can't feel completely sexually attracted to the woman they consider the Madonna, because they respect her too much. They don't want to degrade her by hitting it from the back. He doesn't care if they have sex often or even at all because that's not her role. Her role is to be this motherly, nurturing, comforting presence and he doesn't feel comfortable sexualizing her, which makes him hide his sexual wishes from her. But he still has a drive, right, that needs to go somewhere. And this is where the horror comes in. The horror he can have satisfying, disgusting sex with because he doesn't respect her. She is so beneath him that he can unleash all his sexual aggression and desire and 
not feel bad about it. So the complex is built on the premise that only sexually desirable women are degradable and the respectable ones are virtuous and above feeling something so animalistic as sexual desire. Taking the A train to Pound Town can only happen with a fallen woman. You know, the type that wears a leather jacket sometimes. You've probably heard it before, or maybe you even said it yourself, that there's a difference between hot women and beautiful women. And it's this perceived split that influences everything. It influences part of our lives that we maybe didn't even think about. If you're a woman, have you ever felt flattered when a man called you a good woman or a wifey or if you were considered one of the boys? Have you ever downplayed your femininity in a specific environment to be taken seriously? Or have you ever held back from having sex with someone because you didn't want to lose his respect? This is all just a complex in practice. Men and women have the exact same issue with merging dignity and female sexuality. It just manifests in different ways. For women, it manifests as being uncomfortable with being sexualized by their partner or feeling shameful about their lust. Or it can manifest as openly judging women, feeling better and more superior than anyone who wears a push-up bra. So if you didn't know already, I'm a professional pole dancer and I'm spreading my legs in the internet left and right. I know that there are women who follow me just to feel that sweet high of ethical superiority. To them, I represent ethical inferiority and it makes them feel good. Men only engage with me for pleasure. I am too sexual to also be gentle and caring and loving and warm. And I exude too much sexual energy to be interesting, intelligent, or even a good mother someday. The judgmental woman feels like men go to her for all of these things. He goes to her because of her modesty. And this makes her feel like a better person. In her experience, she is being courted while I am doing cartwheels on people's dick every day, even though I only have sex twice a year, Madonna complex messes with us all. I'm not immune to it either. In me, it manifests also, but in an inverted way, where the modest woman judges other people. I have learned to judge myself. I'm very aware that every interaction I have with men ends up like the Battle of Stalingrad, because I'm not a wallflower who makes her own compote. I am loud and confident and I've never felt the need to hide my femininity or downplay my sensuality. And because this complex is very real and we are all subconsciously aware of it, I know that being who I am disqualifies me in a way in this society. Because according to the complex, I am not the type of woman men love or commit to even. I'm the type they desire. And it's a line of thinking that doesn't bother me, I don't care. But sometimes something triggers me so intensely that I need to try and not believe that. But that's the thing, right? Female sexuality is only welcome as a service we provide. It's not treated like it's something that exists independently of male desire. Because lesbians are a myth. Our sexuality is treated like an answer to a question. It's not a, treated like its own sentence. Everything about a woman has a purpose to serve. To me, it's very clear that our society rejects femininity. 
because I can see both men and women doing it. And I think it's because we inherently know that femininity is still the aesthetic of subordination. And you can see that like attitude towards female sexuality at any age. When Fifty Shades of Grey just came out and women of all ages were enjoying it, they engaged with sexual literature, with erotica, and they were made fun of. It. Or women who write erotic fan fiction or enjoy reading it, and it's kind of like a laughing stock. It's almost like women's sexuality is only okay if it's reactionary. It has no right to exist by itself. And of course, we both have enough common sense to rise above this kind of thinking. But it's not about common sense. It's about how uh, thoughts like these spread like a virus in our subconscious. Even when we know better. That women have this complex sucks, but the reason for it is also pretty simple. Women are raised to base their self-worth on how useful they are to men. And it's this perceived value that influences how we think about ourselves and even how we treat others. It's the internalized male gaze that makes women evaluate themselves by these metrics. For men, it's a little, it's a little more complicated. So according to Freud, the Madonna complex is something that happens when a man's emotional life gets intermingled, intermingled with that of his mother. So the only way these men can show affection or relate to women is to do so like a child would do to his mother. So basically, he's not emotionally developed enough to relate to women that are not his mom. He romanticizes his mother, so he goes into the world and subconsciously looks for a woman who has the same emotional qualities as his mom or makes him feel like his mom did. The funny thing is, or the paradoxical thing is, it's exactly this method of choosing a partner that prevents him from enjoying sex with the woman he chose because she has qualities of his mother. Does that make any sense? So he goes out there, he looks for a woman who is like his mother, and then he can't have sex with her because she's like his mother. It can even be a reason for erectile dysfunction. The likeness feels great in emotional context, but in sexual context, it can feel kind of incestuous. The reason why these men can keep a boner for their wives, but bang every escort two ways from Sunday, is because the escort is not like their mommy. I'm not saying this is anyone's fault. And of course, we have a hard time marrying dignity and female sexuality because we live in a society that enforces us to keep those things apart. And even in our media landscape, if I can find it, I'll put the link down below, but I found a really long list with every movie that enforces the Madonna whore complex. It's so normal to think about women this way that it's a TV and movie trope. Porn enforces this too. It exacerbates this idea that sexual women are bad, that sexual women are only good for degrading. And this, this is all just my theory, okay? Just, I just want to say this is just me. But I do think the MILF category of porn is a reflection of all of this. It basically eroticizes the fear that these Madonnas, these angelic housewives, can be whores too. That's my analysis. It takes that incestuous shame that men feel for the Madonnas and eroticizes it. It's surrounded by just air of naughtiness and taboo because of it. Shame can be very sexual too. You can eroticize the things that you're ashamed of. You know, like men with a really small penis who love being laughed at. It's a source of shame, but when you eroticize it, it becomes like a 
thing you have power over. And I feel like the MILF category is kind of that. The only reason why this entire thing exists is because we objectify women. Women objectify women, men objectify women, we all objectify women. You know that story I told you about, you know, like men can't love me but they desire me? That's me objectifying myself. And what about that judgmental woman who rejects sexuality? Well, she's objectifying herself too. And I'm going to explain why. Whether we dress modestly or not, whether we feel ethically superior because we never show our calves, or feel like our sensuality stops us from being loved. It's both of us reducing ourselves to our value to men. The whores are being dehumanized, but the Madonnas are praised in a very dehumanizing way. They strip her of all the things that make her human. They're just reduced to symbols of their mothers, and the whores are just reduced to symbols of depravity. And don't think a Madonna can't become a whore. A Madonna can become a whore. A whore can't become a Madonna. And this kind of reinforces the idea that women are as valuable as they are useful to men. Women are always one step away from completely losing their value. Whether she's seen as a Madonna or seen as a whore doesn't matter that much because we're all getting roundhouse kicked by patriarchy. And the whole categorization is often based on things women can't help. If you're a virgin but you ooze sexuality, then you're still a whore. So I don't think Zillennials or Gen Z have any problem with this. But for us millennials, we all went to school with that one girl that was accused of being a slut. <laughs> and no one really knew why, but she was just a school slut. <laughs> Meanwhile, she probably never had sex. She was being punished for being attractive. That still happens in the adult world. You are punished because a man is sexually attracted to you. All this complex is, is just another way to police female sexuality. And how about black women and trans women? They are sexualized so intensely that they are whores by default. Because like I said, whores can't become Madonnas and therefore they're never automatically allotted the same softness and care as a Madonna. And because of this lack of respect, men feel entitled to unleash their sexual aggression on these women. So it's no coincidence that black and trans women are more often victims of violent crimes. The scope of the Madonna complex is so big, right? Because it's the thing that prevents a man you had sex with on a first date from calling you. But it's also the thing that makes dating less safe for black and trans women. And it's also this thing that makes women ashamed of their bodies and sexual desires. So to put a bow on it, some people are more fucked than others, but we're all fucked. Okay, so what have we learned? I think the observation I made during that conversation with my friend was accurate. Madonna War Complex is real and it has real consequences for our emotional, sexual, and even our professional lives. You know, I do think that Gen Z and whatever the hell generation comes after that, they are better off. I really do think so. I really feel like because boys and girls are loved on the same, like with the same intensity, um, you might not have this anymore. I feel like millennials were the last boys to be policed in how much affection they showed or how much affection they were shown. And I think that also makes places a role in this right in their inability to relate to other people in an emotionally mature way 
So in conclusion, men are big boys now, and since we're not living in a tale of Greek mythology, there's no reason to be threatened by female sexuality. So men, relax, and may the mother of your children be an absolute skank. I want that for you. I, I, I really do. And to the women, don't let this nonsense stop you from exploring your sexual desires and your body on your terms. You are more, you're way more than your sexual expression and experiences. Please remember, first of all, you're a woman in this system. Everything is stacked against you anyway, so we might as well have a bitch in time. And second of all, we're all going to shrivel up and die. No one will give a flying fuck that you gave someone a blowjob in a dressing room when you're 80 and struggling to hold a cup. Multiple orgasms and vaginal orgasms are real, so you go out there and you find them. Run the Jewels has this song called Angel Duster, and there's this line in it that goes, you want a whore in a white dress, I want a wife in a thong. I don't care what he meant, because I'm choosing to interpret it as a line that flips the dichotomy and celebrates female complexity. That's what it means now. I don't care. How do you feel? If you are aware of in what category you'd be, if you feel like you're being treated differently because of it, does it influence your dating life in any way? Yeah, let's just talk. I personally love that I have a MILF theory now. I have a MILF theory. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.